welcome to the Imperfect Parent Podcast, and I'm an imperfect parent. The pressures from all directions to be perfect can be overwhelming. They come from family, friends, social media, and can be very difficult to deal with, especially if you feel like you're on this journey alone. Well, that ends here. You are not alone, and together we will become a village and community by building strong foundations in which the relationships with ourselves and our family can be built on. I'm going to share with you the stories and knowledge of parents, professionals, and authority figures who have been there or have the knowledge, tools, and resources you need to find out what works, what doesn't, and what's next. So let's go. We got this. Welcome, Jody, to the Imperfect Parent Podcast. How are you today? I'm great, Dwayne. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. So just for our listeners, Jody is the founder of our Modern Heritage Academy. And she has her own podcast and a whole bunch of other wonderful stuff that we'll hopefully dive into here. So just to start though, one question that I like to ask my guests is what's one of those imperfect parent moments where, you know, after you're like, oh, it happened, but I did it. And then you just embrace it as imperfect moment. (laughs) Well, you know, you said you brought that up and I was like, uh, I didn't need to pick just one moment. Uh, I don't know. There's lots of different times. I'm sure one that comes to my mind is it's one of those instances where, you know, when you're a little kid and something happens and you're like, that changed my life and not necessarily in a good way. It was really kind of traumatizing, but at the same time, in a in a good way too and so there's this this instance that came to my mind when you said that was I kind of traumatized my daughter a little bit when and it wasn't anything terrible it was just one of those things that I was like hmm, I probably could have handled that a little bit better <laughs> but because of the way that I handled it she is kind of scarred a little bit for <laughs> for her life but not necessarily in a bad way and here's here's what happened so she got for her birthday two dollars from her aunt right and she was like, oh my gosh, I have some money, right? She was, she was like, I want to say she was nine, nine years old. She got $2. She was so excited. She had this money. And in our neighborhood, there was the ice cream truck, right? Like the ice cream truck all the time would go by. They hear the jingle and we would always be like, we're not buying ice cream from the ice cream truck. Like it's not happening, right? <laughs> we were just like, we know like you can get more ice cream at the store for less money, right? It's just a racket. Go get it. But it's so cool when you're a kid to be able to run out to the ice cream truck and get ice cream. Well, she had this $2 and we were actually out. We were at a park and, and the ice cream truck came rolling by and she's like, oh, I have money. And she just like, reached in her pocket, had the money and just took off. And she's like, I'm going to get the ice cream from the ice cream truck. <laughs> and she went out and she got two popsicles, right? Like she was able to get, I mean, thankfully they're the kind that could split in half or something, you know, yeah. because we have four kids. Right. And she's like, wanted to get this, not just get ice cream for herself. She wanted to share. So that was amazing. Right. Awesome. And, and she gets these two popsicles and they're, they're munching on them and they're so happy. And, and I was like, okay, that's, that was your choice. But like, we're on our way to leaving and they're munching on their ice cream. And I was like, you know, we could have probably gotten a whole box of ice cream for that $2. And she's like, oh. and she was more, she was like, what? Like, what did I do? And she was like, oh my gosh, I just wasted all that money. Oh, you know, it's just, she was like really mortified that I just was like, you know, that was dumb. You know, <laughs> I didn't say that, but I was like, 
that it probably could have been used for better you know yeah. it's like it was probably something that because money is like this sensitive topic you know and when i was a kid i was 11 12 years old and i babysat for my sister she had this new baby and needed a sitter and she was like you're it cuz it's affordable right but she paid me she gave me like 20 dollars a week or something like that and i blew it all in one summer at the fair playing one <laughs> one game one carnival game oh, no. i was like obsessed with it because i was like well i've got money i'm gonna go and ke i kept going back kept going back and to this day i'm like why did i do that that was so dumb you know and so when i, I think when my when my daughter did that i kind of had that like trigger of my past where it was like i don't want you to do that like yeah. <laughs> you gotta you gotta consider and think about like not just do things uh impulsively right like so anyways, she, she still refer, refers back to it like it was super trauma, traumatizing for her <laughs> that she's like, I'm never going to spend my money on just nothing. And, and, it, and it's kind of come back to bite me because she'll get like a gift card or something. And it's like, well, that's money already spent, right? So you can get whatever you want with a gift card, but she still like really analyzes over it. And it's like, oh, do I really want to get this thing? And oh, should I, do I have enough or do, oh, blah, blah. And so that was one of those moments where I, I wish I could go back a little bit and just be like, maybe counseled her a little bit more intentionally rather than just me almost being reactive and impulsive to be like, we could have gotten a whole box of ice cream with that $2, you know, <laughs> yeah. and she being so mortified. So that was my, <laughs> that's the one that came to my mind when you said, what's oh, an imperfect parenting moment? <laughs> well, that imperfect parent moment, you know, still worked out life lesson and she's probably a better consumer now. She <laughs> thinks about what she's buying, you know, there. Parenting I mean, for the mission win. accomplished, right? <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> hopefully she's not too heartbroken. Over yeah. It. And, you know, a lot, some of the things that we talk about here is, you know, the, the stuff that happened to us in our past and how it has made us who we are and what we are and how we parent. And, you know, you recognizing that, oh, you know, that was me <laughs> pushing that it on her. That was my own kind of. baggage, really. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and how that affects it. That's a, that's a very interesting thing that we can maybe dive into in a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> but so let us uh, let the listeners know what's happening with Jody right now. Uh, so I'm just I'm working out all the details. I <laughs> so I've been talking about family culture. I have the, my podcast, the Family Culture Movement, and I'm obsessed with that this concept of having more intentionality with the way that we parent. But there's a lot that goes into it because a big part of it is also that when we start a family, a lot of times I think we, we don't know what to do, right? We don't have, <laughs> there's playbook. no handbook, quote, quote unquote, right? Yeah, there's no playbook. Yeah. But, but the reality is what we make that kind of as an excuse where it's like, well, there's no playbook, there's no handbook. So we'll just do, we'll just wing it or we'll just follow whatever everybody else seems to be doing and, and just kind of accept the status quo. And that's not working. It's no. not serving us anymore. Right. And in fact, you know, families, it's, it's, we're becoming, it's, we're deteriorating, right? Like families are split up between work and school and, and all of our responsibilities and, and now throw in media and devices into the mix. And it's like, we're just roommates coexisting in a house, hopefully surviving the day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's just not good enough. It's not good enough to wing it. It's not good enough to, to just have these expectations that everybody should be 
getting in alignment with what our family beliefs are or whatever. No, we need to be more intentional and we need to, it, it needs to start with figuring out what do we want as a family and and then rejecting some of what the dominant culture is telling us are the things we should be doing as we wing it, <laughs> right? Like, it's okay. Let your kids be on devices 24-7. Oh, no, you know, things like that. <laughs> it's yeah. like, no, no, no. Or, or there's, there's a whole spread of things. But my goal is to uh, build a community where not only are we, we learning about what it takes to be intentional for, with family culture, we are actually making systems that are working. You know, it's like dominant culture, obviously not working. But there are organizations and, and systems and strategies that are working. And my goal is to, to teach parents, help parents to know what, what they can do to write their own playbook, basically, and mm-hmm. to learn what it is for, for their family that's going to allow them not only to make this day-to-day life as a family more enjoyable, <laughs> tolerable <laughs> at the very least, but in the long term, that it's that it's great. You know, I've been thinking a lot lately about my own family growing up. Uh, there are seven kids in my family, and I'm I'm the sixth of seven, so lots of older siblings. And just the other day, I was talking to my mom, and it was like uh, my kids are being kind of rowdy, and I was like, we were never this way, right? And you know, me and my little brother, we were at each other's throats like all the time. And she goes, you know, I was just trying to keep the older kids alive by the time you guys were were growing up and all stuff. And I was thinking about how much I watched my older siblings as they were growing up and how much they struggled because my parents were just doing their best and they just didn't have the tools and they didn't have the resources. They were just trying to survive. And and it was miserable. I mean, my older siblings were super rebellious. They didn't, they... They didn't want to have anything to do with my parents. And they ended up moving out of the house real young, like right out of high school. And their, their relationship isn't completely fractured now as adults. They, they get along with my siblings, but it's still not as good as maybe it could have been if, if, we, could, if we could go back in time. <laughs> but that's my goal. Like I want to help parents like avoid this, this fracturedness that our families can get along we can teach our kids good values without sacrificing the relationship that we have with each other. You know, I think that sometimes parents, we think, well, if we, we try to implement these, these values, then our kids are going to rebel against them. Well, that's not always the case. It doesn't have to be that way. So, so that's what I'm doing. I have got my uh, free membership. It's called the family success toolbox. And that's where I curate some of the, the tools and products and services and things that I learn about or have created. And you can get access to that, those inside the Family Success, Success Toolbox. And so that's, that's where I'm at right now. And I'm working on building out a few other products. I have the coping challenge that you took, Dwayne. Yeah. You took, went through my challenge. Yes. Where yes, it's all about good. a lot of family culture. It comes back to how we cope with our stress. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, those things become our defaults. And... Because as much as I want to help everybody, these families create playbooks, there are also times when we just don't know what to do, where there is no solution except for how we respond to the situation. And so that's what the coping strategies are all about. And I have a whole roadmap. I have a whole, everything is, is, is written now. I'm just uh, connecting the dots here for how to, how to get my vehicle in front of people so that we can learn what it takes to build this intentional family culture. Well, Jody, that that's awesome. And and I want to be a part of that. I want to get your message out because I just love where you're coming from. And, 
and love your intention behind it. it it's uh, what people need right now. And, and in this time, like our parents didn't have access to these tools. So it was almost okay for them to just, this is how we do it. And this is how yeah. we were taught and this is how we'll do it. But nowadays there are options and options that work. So if people could just hear about them more and, and just know that, you know, we're not alone. We're okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there is support and anymore, out there. Exactly. And anymore, it's not just that, like, when, our, when we were kids and our parents, like they could, they could kind of wing it because it was like, oh, we can spend all day outside and play and still come home and feel loved by our parents, right? Like everything worked out. Now there's so much that's actually trying to infiltrate, if that's the word I want, you know, like there's so many things trying to actually come in and actively break up our families yeah. that it's not good enough to, to just wing it. We I need agree. to be able to stand against those, those things and, and be diligent <laughs> to, to, to decide whether or not they are things that we want to include in our family culture and take a stand for what's right. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> well, I'll respect your time today, Jody, and thank you very much. Everybody, go check out Jody. Sorry, Family Culture. Homeandfamilyculture.com is my URL. That's my landing page for my podcast. But you can just do a search for the Family Culture Movement. Or me, Jody Chafee. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you very much, Jody. Have a nice day. Thanks, Wayne. Bye. All right, everybody. Thank you for making it to the end. I super appreciate each and every one of you who listens. I hope you get as much out of this adventure as I do. Remember to hit that subscribe button. And if you could leave a rating and a review, that would be awesome. Because it helps the show reach more parents who may just need to hear this. Then head over and join the Facebook group. Type TIP Podcast in search bar. This is where we will build our community and share our stories so we can learn from each other and not feel all alone, but receive support and encouragement to embrace being perfectly imperfect. Thanks so much, everyone. We got this.